What's good, everybody? I'm Joe. This is a daily shot of inspiration. Weekend interview series. And I'm happy to say that next week we are back with brand new episodes. But for this week, we're doing one more rewind look back. And today we're checking back in with intuitive coach Stephanie Zito. As I stand in my backyard on Memorial Day weekend, I just want to say thank you all for being here. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Thanks for the messages. And thanks for understanding over the last couple of weeks where the sound has been a little up and down in the middle of our move. But as things slowly get set up, we've got a whole new batch of interviews, a whole new batch of episodes with a whole new bunch of inspiration coming from the woods. So with that, my friends, have a beautiful Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy this look back episode with Stephanie. And I'll see you all right back here tomorrow for another shot of inspiration. good everybody (laughs) what's up everybody i'm joe this is your daily shot of inspiration this is the sunday interview series thank you so much for being here and i'm going to start off right off of the bat by saying i may have recorded this intro one billion times and literally just that part that i just said hey joe hey look at how much look at that and i'm not gonna i can't keep starting over again so this is the daily shot of inspiration this is the sunday interview series and today i'm talking with stephanie zito and we're just going to keep going because that is just the way it is here stephanie is an intuitive life coach she's here to help you gain clarity through her intuitive gifts to design a clear path to move toward your purpose and your passion Stephanie also has a monthly membership group called Activate. And when I saw that, that jumped out at me because I was literally just listening to uh, Paranormal Karen's podcast. And by the way, Paranormal Karen is going to be on this podcast. Super excited about that. So stay tuned for that episode. Anyway, but she brought up the word Activate. I saw the word Activate before. I was thinking about something to create called Activate, and it's like, There are a bunch of us that are in tune with this word because I feel we are all activating. Anyway, Stephanie has a monthly membership group that you can join called Activate that will help you do all of the things. Stephanie is also the host of the podcast, This Passionate Life. And that is actually how Stephanie and I got connected. My good friend, Robert Sturman, was being interviewed for Stephanie's podcast and he somehow my name came up and they gave me a call and I couldn't get the call but it just started this whole beautiful connection and now here I am and the amazing thing right when things like this happen is Stephanie's an intuitive coach I'm a coach I like to say I'm an intuitive coach as well right a mindset manifestation coach the that activate word right another connection podcast host Stephanie has an oracle deck that she made the activate your chakras oracle deck How about that? Stephanie teaches Kundalini and gets that Kundalini energy flowing. So all of the links for Stephanie are in the show notes. I can tell you this. Our conversation is a lot of fun. It is about manifesting. I mean, I totally feel like we are soul brother sisters. As I sit here and look at her website, stephaniezito.com, clearing the vision, crystal portal. There are only two spots left for that, so you should jump into that. There's a Kundalini Chakra balancing course. Take that. There's illuminating coaching sessions. Sign up for those and activate your chakra, the Oracle deck. I'm getting the Oracle deck. You should totally get the Oracle deck. So, friends, follow the little breadcrumbs. Even if you miss a call from another friend, you're like, hey, what's up? You need to call them back. It might lead to some another connect or another breadcrumb along this beautiful path that we're all walking together. 
Now, before we get into this episode, I want to tell you a couple of fun things, I think, fun things that are happening. Uh, my Instagram page has really been growing, and if you have found me because of Instagram, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate everyone that has been showing up. And with that, you know, for the past three years, I've been doing live Oracle reads every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And a couple of weeks ago, I had this idea to invite a friend on and record a live podcast. So I, I'm apparently doing that as well. So now on Sundays, you're going to hear this typical Sunday interview series. And then I think on Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to be releasing the live podcast that we record on Sunday morning as part of my Sunday service. So it seems like Sunday service will now be coming a Monday or a Tuesday episode of the podcast, and I'm going to be inviting friends on to have conversations and really just have fun and see what happens with it and see how I can bring really all of these worlds together. And I just wanted to share all of that with you, because if you happen to be listening to this early Sunday morning and it's not 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, jump on over into Instagram and watch the Sunday service live. It's going to be a good time. And now I'm going to be quiet and we're going to roll into this fun episode with Stephanie. Hit all the links in the show notes, follow her, grab her Oracle deck, sign up for one of her courses and enjoy this conversation. And I'll see you all tomorrow. So my name's Joe. This is the Daily Shot of Inspiration weekend interview series, and I'm with Stephanie Zito. And you heard the in, the intro. So here we are. What's up, Stephanie? And Stephanie, have, I, we have been talking. We're like, we're just going to start talking about start. all of all of the we're things. We're ready. We're just popping on in. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, yeah. And I wanted to show you too. I have um, a card deck. So at some point, if you want to pull a card, we well, pull I have card. my cards. I like to end each episode. So I would love it that we pull. So you pull card, we'll, I'll pull card, and we'll see what comes out. And I wanted we'll to talk it. about your deck and how it came to be and really all of the things. All and the instead things. of saying, tell me about yourself, Stephanie. Wow. I, like, right? Like looking at your your website, like things that, that jumped out at me that I'm like, ooh, I want to know. I want to know about this. So intuitiveness, intuitive coaching, right? When, when did you realize that you had this intuitiveness in you? Well, I think when I was a kid and I would read my mom's mind and she'd be like, don't tell me what I'm thinking mm-hmm. <laughs> was probably when it started and really being able to read the room and pick up on exactly what was going on, but not really recognizing what to call that. And then also really using my intuition um, as a Peace Corps volunteer and probably making some like really dumb moves when I was in my twenties, but that I survived Mm -hmm, (laughs) probably mm -hmm. with intuition traveling to India. Um, and then it really kicked in. Um, I have a friend who was in the Peace Corps with me, whose name is Shreyas. She was uh, very old when she was in the Peace Corps. She has since passed and gave me her tarot deck that was the very first tarot reading I ever received. And she told me, because we remained friends, she was like, you're going to work with intuition. She probably told me this in like 2011, and I laughed. I was like, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. And um, when I started coaching in about 2014, I just knew there was a way to get quicker to the heart of what was going on for people. And um, I'm a yoga teacher. I've you know, had yoga teacher training. I've studied the chakras and had my own you know, Kundalini rising experience. And so I, of course, synchronistically landed upon this um, training to learn how to read energy, to do energy scans. And that was my entry into the world of utilizing my intuition in a more distinct way in coaching. And um, during COVID, that kind of brought everything online. I started doing more courses, a membership, really using intuition like every week, teaching meditation, all these things I feel like enabled me to just deepen my experience and everything that I was already doing just got stronger, just like practicing a language, getting immersed, just like immersion and letting my ego go to the side. And as I was channeling information, starting to recognize like 
what was coming from where. My friend was like, oh, are you going to do psychic mediumship? I was like, nah, that's for other people. I'm here for like our soul's growth. And, and if sure enough, you know, when you're in the quantum field and you're working with intuition, the past loved ones are coming in too. And um, so, yeah, it just started to really blossom. And that's uh, a big part of what I do with clients now is, you know, receive that channeled guidance for them to help them on their path. I love that. And I'm, I'm yeah. always so curious, right? Like how, how did it come? And then yeah. how, this is another good one, I think. When was it that you were actually like, oh, shit, I am intuitive. I am an intuitive coach. Probably. Like actually when, say, saying it. It's interesting because when I, when I first did that energy scan training and I started to do the energy scans for people and I was really like, this just sounds like bullshit this sounds like BS. Mm -hmm. like, yep. like someone's gonna be like you're just off your rocker because i would just see these things right or you know clair clairvoyance all that stuff mm -hmm. and i would say the things to the people and they'd be like yeah another psychic told me that or yeah i know that the tiger is my spirit animal or oh my gosh like whatever i was seeing for them in their and when I say in their future, I don't like to be a predictive intuitive in the sense that mm. we have free will. And yet, like, I'm just speaking what is coming through, right? That's meant for the mm -hmm. best and highest good. So I do feel like I was like, yes, this is intuition. At that time, I just didn't know what to call myself. I'm like, this is all this weird stuff. And uh -huh. so I was a speaker's coach. I was helping people learn how to speak on stage. But mm -hmm. literally everyone who came to me, we never got to that. We always got to like the underlying stuff, the depth of what was really blocking them or um, what they really wanted to be doing or getting that clarity, getting that alignment. And so I got comfortable with, um, well, that's a whole other story, getting comfortable. That, that to me is like a big piece of this is when you're really <laughs> telling people you're an intuitive, mm -hmm. which... Um, for me, a big part, you know, growing, I grew up Catholic. I really honor my background. There was a time where I was like, I don't talk to Jesus, but Jesus can come through too. Mary Magdalene's around, you know, it's mm -hmm. all good in the soul families. But um, for me, being really seen and visible online, I had to get comfortable with some of my family probably really being uncomfortable. I had to separate from me recognizing, like, I'm coming from love. This is given to me. I didn't ask for this. This is not the path I expected. I'm not surprised. But um, I had to really stand for myself and have a, a conversation um, in my own family that like, this is who I am. I come from love. I know myself. I know I'm doing good work. And if you reject that, that's for you. I'm not going to control that one way or the other. I just want you to know, like I'm putting myself out there. And if you would respectfully not comment negatively on what I'm doing, that'd be great. Otherwise I am going to have to block you and I don't want to. So mm -hmm. setting that boundary was like a really important one um, for me. And that that's really good. And the way you just said it so beautifully, you have a background in conflict resolution, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. So I, and I would imagine that that helps with that conversation. Because I, would I find hope it, so. I hope, yeah. right? But yeah. I find so it interesting, anything. like as we go and I think own who we are and what we do, the right people start showing up. Like the people, Absolutely. right? Like you were working with speakers, but those speakers really were the right people that you were supposed to be working with, right? That mm -hmm. got you into that space. And I'm noticing it that now mm. that, that are people showing up with me and I'm like, oh, wow. And I have these discovery calls and they, they, I, I was Catholic and then my parents left the Catholic church and became evangelical. Mm -hmm. So it's like the discovery call starts. And then all of a sudden I was like, and you know, I have this kind of weird, crazy religious family thing and i'm like oh let me guess you're like how did you know i'm like i, I, I was there i know like, I, yeah i was there yeah. and that's why i'm so intrigued with when it like you like it came online and i'm finding mm. that a lot of us mm -hmm. right that have this in, intuition this intuitiveness it did happen when we were little and it's yes. like there was just that that voice you know like when my parents left the catholic church i remember sitting there being like uh-uh nope this is not the real, the, uh, uh this guy's talking about fear and we're love. Yes. Like this is, he's like, this is missing the point. Right. And it, like, well, I didn't know what? where it came I from. Get into that, but a lot of, yeah. 
I don't know where it came yeah. from. Like it was just there. And then I, as I kind of, as I grew up, it just kind of followed along, but in my youth, more of smart assiness, probably. Uh-huh. Right, like being like quick-witted and a smart-ass, intuitive, yeah. almost like knowing. Oh yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like you know the timing, and you're you're reading the room for when to like drop that funny thing. <laughs> and but no, it's just like kind of there. It just kind of hits. I'm laughing because it just happened. Literally, I think it was yesterday in Target. Uh-huh. Me, me and my partner Tina were in Target, and. <laughs> We walked up to the checkout and there was seriously so many people, so uh-huh. many. And without yeah. thinking, I just went, uh, can we get all the cashiers to the front to get <laughs> all of the state? And she was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't even know. It just hit me. Right. And I literally was just like a, a woman came over and actually got on the mic and started. It was yeah. like, yeah, the line is like all the way down the store. <laughs> Can we but, get some cashiers up here? Yeah, and yeah. the people in front of me, I'm like, well, what? I'm like, I'm just having fun. Like, I'm not being yeah. mean. Like, it was. But it was. No, it was just like, this, this is, is the perfect opportunity. I can't pass it by. I love it. Well, it's, just, I mean, what's so cool about that, too, is you, you manifested it. And I've told my daughter this. I'm like, we're going to manifest a cashier right next to us. And we do. Sure enough, like, if we have to wait in the line and we're standing by the open register, we like, mm-hmm. man, see, I'm like, look, Bella, see, we manifested <laughs> For right. showing up to check us out. I love playing little um, like manifestation games like that. Yes. Last spring, you can't see them because all my plants are in there and upstairs. Yeah. yeah. But I would every day I would leave my house and be like, I'm going to go to Lowe's and I'm going to get a plant for like half off. Okay. And I'm going to get a plant for free. But I would like yeah. set that intention. Like, yes. But it also took a little effort, right? That it inspired action of yeah. me saying brown leaf can i get a discount and like yeah sure five bucks right but kind of setting that intention before i left and every day i'd come home with another i have a weird manifesting story too please (laughs) please share yeah so when i started my membership we started out doing like a manifesting playground i like to call it a playground not a challenge because manifesting shouldn't be challenging so that's Uh weird i love that (laughs) So we're having this manifesting playground and one of the days we're setting an intention for our guides to just show us a sign, show us something. And I adjust that up to have a speaker come in to talk about um, working with pendulums, right? So um, that day I was just open. I was like, guys, just show me some sign. I don't know. I'm not really like whatever. So I'm chit-chatting. I'm on my phone and I'm going for my walk because it's during COVID. So I was like doing the walk every day. And I'm like, same path I always take around the neighborhoods. And I look down by, um, there's, we have a golf course. There's a parking lot, grassy area, and then the street and like the gutter, there's a pendulum sitting in the gutter. And I'm like, that's interesting. (laughs) There's not like a bunch of like, like psychics, maybe there are, but you know, it's not like a psychic area or something where like people are just Mm -hmm. dropping their pendulums. So I'm like, this is not mine. I'm going to leave it here. And if it's here for a few days, like maybe it's meant for me. Right. Cause I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take somebody's thing. There's special pendulum. So sure enough, like now I'm looking and it's just there, like nothing, it's not going anywhere. So I did finally take it off the street and give it a home with me. But I just thought that was just so interesting like asking for a sign like what could be a sign of your sign (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i think that's really important just the act of asking of saying you know give me that sign because then we're putting it in to the supercomputer up here and it's going to start working for us Mm -hmm. and actually right where is that sign and again like on a subconscious level it's going to be doing the work we're usually on our subconscious level we're like oh i'm worried about that and i don't want that and then our brain is like look there's what you worried about and there's that thing you said you didn't want it yes Yeah. And I think this is sort of, you know, the quantum field and biology, because of course, um, our our supercomputer is there to ward off danger, right? From, Mm -hmm. from many, many moons ago, of course it is. And so if the supercomputer is like this danger could be ahead, then we are going to be prepared for it and looking for it. Just like, you know, 
the same thing as, you know, you buy a car, you're looking to buy a blue Volvo and suddenly all you see is blue Volvos. Like you've never yep. seen them before and now they're everywhere. <laughs> it's like, it's like what, you know, we follow our subconscious. And it's mm -hmm. so interesting because a couple of weeks ago, this is actually when I met with um, your friend, Robert Sturman, to get some photographs done in, um, in Orange County, I was at a hypnosis training. And I was like, hypnosis is basically just like manifesting for the subconscious. Because mm -hmm. you're just programming the stuff that you really want, the positive thoughts that you really want into the subconscious. And I think, as you said, it's really important to not only do that, to definitely ask to receive. Like when you're in a stuck spot and you just don't know what to do, like surrender. I have learned this so much just to balance out this, the masculine and the feminine, right? Like mm -hmm. the doing and the receiving because they complement each other so well. And when you're right. like trying super hard to make it happen, like, well, what if we just, what if you receive? Like the universe needs a little space to get in there so it can deliver. Right. And it, as, as you say that so beautifully, it sounds so easy, right? <laughs> it sounds so easy. But that's the practice of actually, can we surrender? Can we actually say, okay, I, I told the universe what I want. I'm, I'm believing that it's already here. Can I actually mm -hmm. let go? Right. Like right. Can I kind of, it's like, all right, show me that sign. Like point me, I know. let that show right me. person show up. Yeah. And, <clears throat> I want to tell you the story from literally this meeting that I was just on, but I, I don't know how to do it without a, start. a, a, a woman on, in, in, in the, in, in the meeting was talking about like niching in a way, right? Like going mm -hmm. from like, look, like trying to help a big group of people to niching. And yeah. she was specifically thinking of this one niche a lot. Like we're, I'm good at this. We're good okay. at this. This is where we should go. And for the last like two weeks, like really like doing a reevaluation of, of, of her organization, right? Where should we, where should we hone, hone in? And after two weeks of really being like, this is what we're good at. This is what we're good at. This is what we're good at. Somebody called and was like, Hey, I know somebody that works in this field. You should reach out. Right. And mm -hmm. that's like the way it is. And it seems silly, but it's, I, I love how you said in the quantum, right? Like we're putting it out into the quantum and we're believing. So yes. someone probably is going to show up and say, Hey, there's this person that, yes. can, you know, like the breadcrumb, it's just like, are we, yes. can we be present enough? And I think that's the letting go, right? Mm -hmm. That like, I'm actually going to let go so I can be here and see mm -hmm. that sign. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's so interesting because this really is sort of the, the dance or the playground again, which um, depending on how we take it can feel hard or can feel scary. And I think the more we feel like we have at stake sometimes, the more tr it's like literally like the balance of trust. Like you're weighing, mm -hmm. not that anyone ever does this, maybe you do at the farmer's market, but I was like thinking of the groceries, like weighing your grapes. And like <laughs> you have that balance, right? That old school balance. You got to put the other stuff to weigh. So like if you're putting all this energy in, you got to like balance that out with the trust. And one thing that I found to be really helpful is to really um, lean on my guides. Like who are my guides? Who are those people in spirit world who have my back? You know, and you, mm -hmm. you may go through a process through a meditation to really meet your guides. Sometimes when I'm doing an intuitive session, like the name of someone will come through for someone. They may actually uh -huh. know in passing or they may, you know, just maybe their guide. Or, I mean, we have lots of guides, but for this particular project or this thing and um, like allowing ourselves to lean on them. Because I think one thing that you're talking about to me is I would call it like, like the guides synchronizing time and people for our highest good and for our favor. And I know mm -hmm. I've seen this happen in just such crazy ways, like they are undeniable. And again, it just goes back to like, when is, what is one of our greatest lessons here on earth school? To me, it's like, we come from spirit. And so we get dropped down into these earthly bodies so we can get to experience everything, like all the emotions and all the crazy stuff and all the good and all the weird and everything in between everything, because everything is an expression of the universe, including you and me and nematodes and plants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so we get all this, but the thing that we're, we forget sometimes is the spirit part. Like we are the spirit. So of course we get to connect with this more ethereal trust stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it's really, it's that magic side of us. I I don't know the exact name of the book, but it should be coming today. But it's about hmm. the, the, the seven, what, what, Hermes, the Hermes, seven, the seven principles of Hermes. The, seven principles of it? Hermes, okay. Not the seven, but the, the, the I can't it's, remember what it is. the Deepak Chopra book, I know. No, no, like ancient Egypt. Um, oh, okay. the, the, the Hermes teachings. I'm and I heard like it. literally a five minute clip, but it, it, the guy was talking about, it, he was like, it's all vibration. And they believe yes. everything is vibration. Oh and God, I'm listening. Yes. I'm like, well, of course it is. Right. Like it's all mm -hmm. that sound of ohm. Like it's all vibration. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he was like, they, they don't have polarities. There's not good and bad or hot mm -hmm. and cold. It's just one line. Mm -hmm. And you're either vibrating hot or you're vibrating cold. And it all depends on where you go. And he was like, that was the alchemy. And then he said the name of the book that, of course, why would I know it? It's probably on my porch right now because I like, I literally went right. I'm like, I, I have to get it. Like, just yeah, to put it in your show this. notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I'll definitely put it in the in the show notes. But it, it is. It's that vibration. Where are we? And can we like kind of swoop in to yeah. what it is that we want? And mm -hmm. ask ask our guides. Like one of my friends said to me once, because she's very intuitive, and whenever we would hang out, I'd be like, "What, what do they got to tell me? What do they got to tell me?" Yeah. And one yeah. day, you know, she did one of these. They said, "Ask, ask yourself." <laughs> right, and I'm like, "Stop asking us." Oh, I can ask. I'm allowed. But it was like up until yeah. that point, I didn't even realize that I can ask like thinking that i need right. permission from somebody to say you've right. now been granted access to your spirit guides <laughs> you know, and i feel like this is going to be in my book one of these days is that i feel like this sort of background and history of why we have this discussion the way we are there's a reason for this mm -hmm. and um i learned this in my hypnosis training as well is that you know why do we feel like we have to ask permission or why do we feel like we have to have some intercessor right it's it's to be honest even what religion has taught us. And in my opinion, which may have some historical background, is that uh, you know we are in this sort of patriarchal tiered society where we have experts and we have those who don't know what others know. And so we have to listen and watch. And when we go to school, we are, we're learning how to listen to the teacher and behave. And it's not just like a, a free form, like <laughs> live your life. To, I mean, unless you're Montessori, I guess. But mm -hmm. you know, like the structure that we could have is a structure that's more the circle where we are all equal and different people have different themes or different um, backdrops or different things that they really are experts at. Like I'm not a quantum physicist and I don't need to be, and I'm glad that somebody else is. <laughs> and I have mm -hmm. my mentors and I'm grateful for them. But uh, when we think of it that way, the thing is, is that, you know, um, the intuitive arts, the shamanism, even intuition was always sort of a threat to the power structure. Because if you have your own power and your own guidance, you don't need to get it from somewhere else. You are just as equal, which is the truth, as mm -hmm. anyone else on this planet. And there really is no one better or no one worse than you. You are an expression of source, just different than, right? Yes. So 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 when we talk about this, it's such it's such a deep background in our psyche. We have these conversations as if it's normal, but I'm here to kind of disrupt that because what's normal that. is that you're effing intuitive. You mm -hmm. are. And when you question like, well, is that just my that is that my mind? Is that just my thoughts? Is that just me making it up? The more we practice, and it is nice to be in a group or to have some guidance or to have a mentor help you along the way, like the mm -hmm. more you just get more and more comfortable with it and recognize your own inner power and recognize how powerful you are as a manifester because fear keeps you smaller. It makes it safer for the larger power structures. Mm -hmm. We're going to dismantle that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I... Again, being the the smart ass that I am, you know, in, in my Instagram videos and things that I do where the lies, like I'll literally be like, poof, you all have the power now. You can cut your yes. own cords, right? You can put put yourself yeah. in the protective energetic shield, right? Like yeah. you, yes, mm -hmm. find the people mm -hmm. that will help you hone those skills, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. but you don't need the people to you've now been blessed with intuition right like yeah it's how we learned how to walk like our intuition yeah. literally is how we learned how to walk exactly exactly so yeah if it was with us then it's definitely mm -hmm. didn't be like all right peace out i tell you how to walk i'm out of here i'll see you in, yeah. you know 60 years <laughs> right like it's now from, from now on you have to learn something from everybody else well right. this to me is also important because anyone who came up with reiki or who came up with human design or who came up with uh where did it come from it, got, it was a download mm -hmm. right like yeah. it was a download so it's coming from the quantum field and i started to discover that even in my own sessions where um i started to be guided like we would discover what was blocking someone energetically maybe past life, maybe from ancestry eons ago. And then I was being kind of given the, the pathway to help them together in tandem shift the energy. And not every energy is bad or needs to get banished. It might just need to get shifted. Mm -hmm. And so what I found was people were able to do like a 180 from where they were to being able to be in a place where they could manifest this dream job, right? They weren't, they weren't in that same energy they had been in because it was released. And, I and at first I was questioning it. And I feel like I felt like I needed somebody to give me permission. Mm -hmm. And what wound up happening was I wound up being, this is going to sound, this is the kind of people I hang out with. <laughs> we were at like a Girl Scout camp out. <laughs> and there was another intuitive mom, like that's her profession. And she was talking to another intuitive mom. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh yeah, you got some stuff in your heart chakra. And I watched her do this energy shifting with her. I was like, that looks familiar. I recognize this. And I was like, mm -hmm. where'd you learn that? She's like, I just, it just, I just know it. It just was given to me. I'm like, okay. I feel like that was at the time, the message that I felt like I needed the permission granted, so to speak, which uh -huh. taught me that there was no permission needed. You know, it might look like I'm making it up, but when you're channeling it, when you're downloading it, you are receiving it. It's like mm -hmm. your antenna, you're like listening to, oh, that radio station. So mm -hmm. it was really very freeing to recognize like, oh my gosh, like everyone's just making this stuff up. We're just downloading it. Right. It's being able to, I think, to realize that we're worthy of the download, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And that, that that we are it. Like it, it, we're source, right? We're that yes. infinite creativeness. Mm -hmm. We just forgot and we need to remember that that it's in us. I, yeah. I've been teaching Kundalini yoga for Yes. 13, 14, 15, a long, a really long time. Yeah. And a couple of years ago, my same very intuitive friend was doing a Reiki, you know, training. And I'm like, mm -hmm. can I come? Can you? And she was like, you've been teaching Kundalini yoga for like forever. Like you're attuned. You're good. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I know, like I can feel, you know, like I can feel the energy that, that's sure. coming. But it, it was it was like it brought me back to that. Well, don't I don't I need somebody to like bless me and give me that piece of paper that says Yes, the certificate. <laughs> right. <laughs> name but, on it and but date. It, it's like this this the same with that that person was the same. They're like, you know this already. It's yes. in you. Yeah, And for all of us, like everybody listening, it is within all of us, again, mm -hmm. find the teachers, find the mentors, yes. but you're allowed to sit right now and rub your hands together and be like, pull them apart and be like, oh, wow, look at that, right? Like right. feel that. And that yeah. is like, that's what got me in my first Kundalini yoga class. Before we did mm -hmm. anything, before we tuned in, the teacher literally said, we Practice with our eyes closed. It's a fun practice. If you're going to laugh, laugh. If you're going to cry, cry. The songs are fun. Sing song. If you want to sing along, sing along. And now we're going to rub our hands together. And we started rubbing our hands together. And I'm like, what the heck is happening? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> we didn't even start. And then she yeah. had us pull our hands apart and, you know, play with that ball of energy. Mm. And I remember I was like, what? what is this? Yeah. Where did th you know, cause, and yeah. I, I don't mean this in a negative way, but up until that point, I consider myself really the, the typical Brock jock bro dude, right? It was <laughs> 2000, it. right? It was early 2000s, 2000, 2001. Yeah. And like that, that was it. And this, that yeah. little be piece, right? Changed. Come wow. like, Oh my God, I am energy. I'm like, yes. I'm coming. And then class happened. And then after class, I was like, 
I'm so stoned right now. How did that happen? I didn't smoke anything. I didn't drink anything. And I have never yeah. been this stoned. I'll be back exactly. next Monday. Yes, and it's just I'm coming like, back. Right. And I just kept kept going back. But it was like that um, was the that catalyst yeah. that really then took that little intuition from the kid and really yeah. brought it. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's like old stuff becoming new. I love that. I, let's talk, let's talk energy. So um, mm -hmm. real quick story about Kundalini or, well, so in my yoga teacher training, we had this really long like chakra meditation and mm -hmm. I'm just digging in in it and she's doing this thing and repeating the chakras and the clearing. And suddenly I feel this like energy at the base of my spine and I feel it start to like creep up through my body. And as I got to each part, it was like this opening. It was like this release through my chest. And then when I got to my throat, I was like smiling or I thought I was laughing out loud, but mm -hmm. I wasn't. And I got to my forehead, third eye, and it was like fireworks, like boop, 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 lights. And it felt like that. Or you, when you hold your phone, you know, like it does this like ding or bzz, it felt like, you know, uh -huh. and then crown of head, I was like, boom, I just dropped in. And it was if I could just recognize what was going on for everyone else in that room. And some people were like, oh my God, when is this going to be over? Some people were like laughing and digging it along with me. It was just in it. And I thought we were already out and we were already awake and up and I was up with everyone. And then she called us back. I was like, mm -hmm. oh. So I had to ask, like, did anybody hear me laugh? Like, I mean, that was that Kundalini rising. That was that energy. Yeah. And so, that yeah. energy is so... and. Uh, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. If you ever had permagrin or got the giggles from like smoking a little too much weed, like yeah. that really was it. Like I was just yeah. giggling. Like I like, like, like euphoric. Like, yeah. And my yeah. face hurt. I'm like, my cheeks yeah. hurt. And I feel yeah. like I was on another planet, but now I'm back here. And how did yeah. that happen? And when yeah. do I get to go back? Mm -hmm. Very, very magical um, experience. And that yeah. like around that time of my life, it was great because then people were like, what's going on? You're happy. Are you okay? Are you going crazy? Why are you so happy? Isn't that so funny? They're asking you if you're okay because you're happy. Right. Like that's yeah. just our, our, our beautiful society that, that right. we live in. Right. So, Interesting. I love that. Right. That, that like, ah, you should be miserable. What are you doing being happy? Well, Don't you have a job? About, yeah. <laughs> Why are, you not, why are you not stressed out? So what's interesting to me is um, this whole talk about energy. So, you know, at some point along my journey, I came across like, um, like, a, like frequency, like a frequency device. So I don't know if you've mm -hmm. heard of these or experienced them. Is um, it one, the one of the little like white little square blue? things? Yeah. 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 I've probably. seen them. I don't yeah. really know what it is. Yeah. So to just kind of like, to me, to, to verify this energy, right. And these different frequencies. So I got one of these little blue squares, this mm -hmm. one's called a Healy. And, um, I started using it like on my, uh, back pain, right. Went away. So back pain, having back pain, did too much yard work with my husband. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, go put the thing on. Got to go teach yoga. I'm like feeling locked up. Right. But then suddenly it's just like, complete and utter mobility, right? Um, headache, friend who has a migraine, same thing. Cause there's different frequencies. And these, these physicists, these scientists, these doctors have discovered the exact frequencies that match up with um, dissolving a, a virus or dissolving pain or um, addressing like, what does it look like when your lungs are in vibrant health? What's that frequency? And so they're helping deliver to your body. And of course, like what else works? It's all frequency. You could have a device, you could have yourself, you could have Reiki, you could have Kundalini. But I think my point in bringing this up is just to, that verification. And sometimes I feel like, well, I want something tangible. I mean, I've had a cold sore and it's dissolved my cold sore on my upper lip, like completely dissolved it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like if there's no other proof than that, <laughs> like, and just by the same virtue that it's working on the body, like it can work on mindset, you know, you, mm -hmm. so same thing with energy when you are, if you're ever questioning, can I really manifest this? You know, most of the time, I think it's just our own mindset that's kind of holding us back. I totally feel that. And I think once you get in the groove of it, it's, we're in the flow then and we start going, but we kind of mm -hmm. not like have to, um, 
I keep saying this word because of a, a woman that's in my in my in my one uh, mastermind group said it. She was like, "We you have to embody it. You have to yes really embody." And we do. And when we can embody whatever it is, then we we're really owning it, right? Like when yeah. I can say, "I am this conscious content creator. I am like I do these videos and I do this stuff," and really right. own it, everything flows and I start yeah. thinking of things like I literally start thinking like well this would be neat and I get an mm -hmm. email about it like, right yeah a couple exactly. of weeks ago I had a call with someone and it, he's a young man he's he's in an ashram mm -hmm. and is he like, in India in, in no in, in the in the states okay and he sent me a message and was like you know I really like I'm in an ashram I really don't have money to but I want to ask you some questions I'm like don't worry about the money like yeah. just like you reached out is enough right mm -hmm. and there was something like i didn't know why i was supposed to chat with this young man but there was something and in the mm -hmm. middle of the chat he was like you know i have this idea of like doing like retreats but going to mm. people instead of them coming to me like if they're on in mm. the at, you know at a beautiful house in the pocono mountains or in wherever mm -hmm. i can come and i can do kirtan and I can teach them yoga and do these yeah. things. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that is a brilliant idea. And as we're talking, I'm like, that would be really cool to do like with, with Oracle card readings, like having like a yeah. little Oracle card party, if you will. Mm -hmm. I got off that call, opened up my email and there was an email from somebody saying, I'm going to be, cause I'm in the Poconos. I'm going to be in the Poconos. I just saw your video where you said you're in the Poconos. We're doing like this bachelorette weekend, but we're, not young anymore would you come and do an oracle card reading i love like, it like it was literally that. i got of off that uh, and opened my email and there it was and it was just of like course. that thought and i think it's like right because i'm doing this that would be fun to do yeah and like exactly there you go, there you you go. Know, I, yeah i feel like some other evidence to me is you know how our phones are listening to us and you talk about something then you get an ad like mm -hmm. manifesting is kind of the same way <laughs> It it's is. The universe like the is always listening. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you want this? And that's where it's really helpful. And I, I kind of like to remind people, like, it's okay for us to be afraid. It's okay for us to have mm. some doubt. Like, I feel like if we try to push that away or ignore it, it's just going to be there anyway. So I really do like embracing it, listening to it, and trying to give it a space, a safe space to be along mm. the way while we embody, like, just like you're saying, you know, what we truly desire and getting excited about that. We can have some fears about it and get excited about that and remind ourselves that we are worthy and we are able to. Sometimes it's just about asking a question or mm -hmm. reaching out or finding out where that opportunity exists and allowing the opportunity to come to you. So you're on the fast track. You got like speed dial to the universe where but I think we all I think we all drop into it, right? And I mean, yes. there are times where I'm like, amazing things are happening, right? And then other times where it's like, what is going on, right? Well, but usually yeah. in those what is going on times, it's because this guy stopped doing his practice, right? Like yeah. cut something mm -hmm. out, change something. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, everything is great. I'm going to put yeah. my feet up. I don't have to journal and meditate this month. Yeah. Everything will totally be fine. And then I all know. of a sudden you're like, what just happened? Oh, right. right. I stopped doing the work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I've, I've uh, definitely experienced things like that, too. Like, um, you know, recently, I, I've just been thinking, it'd be nice to also teach meditation on, on Zoom, so I'm at home, to corporations. And mm -hmm. sure enough, I got into my inbox um, a request for me to apply for this job, this corporate team building company. <laughs> And so I started doing that and I've worked with, you know, some, some major corporations just from my little seat here in my home where I have mm -hmm. to go anywhere, leading like a guided walk or guided meditation or chair yoga, or there's, you know, other things like that too. It's um, just so cool. It's just so fun. Yeah. And then you get in it and you're like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And it's like the signs and synchronicities are popping up all around, mm -hmm. but it, it totally is. But I like to bring it back to our brain, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're in that space and everything is flowing, right? So we're vibrating higher and we're actually mm -hmm. we're like, Oh, I want that. Um, I want that. And, and that, yeah. and that would be neat. Or this would be neat where yeah. usually when we're lower, it's like, woe is me. Why is this happening? 
Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Yeah. I don't know how right. to do that. Or it's going to be so hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it's like when it happens, when we take, like, face that little bit of fear, right? Because there's mm-hmm. always going to be that fear. But when we face it in a safe way, everybody, this is my disclaimer. Please don't go quit your job tomorrow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you want to have those. Yeah. When we, when along we, the way. Yeah. When we take the leap in, in the right way. And I say that because I was. 13 years ago, I quit my job without a plan. I just got mad. I was oh, I like, think, I, I can't I do this anymore. many of us have done that. <laughs> right? Yeah. So whenever I say, you know, like, take the leap, I'm always like, but mate, I have a little, just a, ba- a baby plan. <laughs> right? <laughs> but well, even without yeah. my plan, when I took that leap and did it, not knowing really what mm-hmm. I was going to do, mm-hmm. within weeks of doing it, the universe was like, okay, here's a yoga studio you can teach in. And here's yeah. a photography studio that you can rent to see if you actually want a photography studio. Now, I wasn't looking for either one because I was still in my mm-hmm. teacher training. So, mm-hmm. But it was like I quit and all of a sudden the right people somehow found out right. and was like, oh, I have a, literally a woman called my mom and was like, does Joe still take pictures? Because we're retiring and before we sell the studio, do you think he would want to like maybe rent it for a couple of months and just see if yeah. he would like having a photography studio? Isn't that amazing? So, so I think that this is an important one too, because when we look at like, how does this all coalesce? How does it all come into play? Like, I feel like we've got our guides, right? These like mm-hmm. helper angels, these guides, and we have, I'm not sure what, there's gotta be a good word we could find for this, or there is a good word. We become sort of like the helper people, like the conduit people. And like um, that woman becomes the conduit person for you to mm-hmm. to help you manifest where you're meant to be in a sense because this is kind of your birth right it is your expression right in this world so when you're feeling misaligned it probably means that there's something that is in alignment for you it's just mm-hmm. trusting yourself to get on that track mm-hmm. and you know it makes me think of times where this isn't about jobs necessarily but where you probably have been a helper person or. I remember there's a woman who, this is going to sound like a, a random story. So hopefully the thread <laughs> tracks because <laughs> I'm going to say some things that are going to sound completely disconnected. So mm-hmm. stop me if it's, you're like, I don't know where you are right now. Okay. So um, I uh, used to teach hula hooping <laughs> um, on the beach in San Clemente. That was what I did and uh-huh. uh, made hula hoops and all that thing. And so this woman came to my hoop class and kept in touch with me on Facebook and connected me, connected with me a couple of years ago. So let's say we're like watching the movie. Now we pan to like the other shot. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Now picture it's a couple of years ago and I'm going into this new coffee shop. I've never gone to, to meet up with um, a friend and I see the woman um, getting her coffee at the counter and she looks exactly like my friend Kat. Okay. So I, uh, I never really, I never do this, but I'm compelled, right. To Mm -hmm. say something to her. And I'm like, Oh, you look like my friend Kat. And then I'm compelled to give her my card for what, what I was doing at the time, um, which was different than I'm doing now. So I'm like, Oh, I I do this. I have the safer skincare company. I'd love to get together with you sometime. Like I'm never that forward with strangers. Right. But Mm -hmm. I'm compelled to do it. So instead of being scared, I'm like, Oh, I'm not like that. I just followed. I just did it. So um, I met up with this woman, Renee, and um, she bought some stuff from me, but she tells me about what she and her husband are doing. And it turns out it's this um, artist's for addicts project and they have this whole video and they have this whole art piece, which is a sort of a collage of all these artists who passed from addiction and it's helping artists who are in addiction. So this woman, now let's pan back to the woman from hula hooping. She just reaches out to me like literally like week, couple weeks after I meet up with Renee and she's um, telling me that it's uh, the anniversary of her daughter passing. Her daughter was in the band Hole with Courtney Love, and her daughter passed from addiction. So I'm like, you know, I just got this video. Maybe it'll help you soothe your heart in some way. So I sent her the video, and she's like, Stephanie, do you know her daughter was in the bottom corner of that art piece in that artwork that they did for Artists for Addicts? And she's like, you have no idea what this means to me. Like, she was just so moved, and I was like, I had no idea. But do you see like, wow. like the synchronicities, mm-hmm. you know, to, for me to help this woman in some way, 
you just never know. This is where like I just value relationships so much because you just never know who's on your path in some way to help you just in some in you being the conduit for someone else's mm-hmm. healing for someone else's success. Yeah. And that's the like why I love all of this. <laughs> Uh, because it, you never know, right? Like who's going to hear it. And and uh, mm-hmm. a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Dr. Rob Kelly was on the show. He's an amazing addiction specialist. Mm. And he was like, at the end, he got super passionate. He was like, write your book, tell your story. There is somebody waiting to hear it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, like that was, yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. There is somebody waiting to hear mm-hmm. your story that's mm-hmm. going to help them. And you have no idea who they are or where they are. Yes. But they're waiting yes. to, to hear it. Yes, exactly. And that, like, oh, got me right in the heart. I was like, that is so <laughs> true. And if we could all remember that. Well, this is what I feel like it helps, you know, my clients who want to start their business or their soul based business. A lot of times what happens is we get in our fears. We get if how are, how are we going to be perceived? Are we going to be judged? And I think when we shift into that place of service, like I am a conduit for this service to come through me. Like my story does matter. It gets to matter. I'm in this circle. I'm not going to look at this tiered, this society and this brainwashing that I've come from. I'm going to remember that I am an equal expression of source as everyone else and i am meant to express this coming through me and i'm going to humbly put my ego aside and just do it even if it's imperfect and because there is someone out there just like manifesting we don't know it yet who just like you said needs to hear exactly what i have to say in the way that i say it not the way someone else says it but in my expression mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's i think Again, it comes like following those breadcrumbs. Yeah. And 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 again, words are easy, right? It's the yeah. practice. But these two words, mm-hmm. right? Being mindful and present. Mm-hmm. If we can be mindful and present, literally, but it's mm-hmm. the practice of catching ourselves when we're not being mindful, when we're not being present. Right? right. Like catching yourself when you're like, oh, I just called myself a dumbass. I probably shouldn't call myself a dumbass. Catching right? it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, that's mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, okay, every time I catch it, I bring awareness so I can like, ch- hopefully, right, redirect it, change it in the future. So instead of me being a dumbass, I'm amazing. I'm an infinite yeah. creative being. Mm-hmm. I can do these things. But we have to bring it to the simplest of of, yeah. of practices. And I think that's why it's, it's so hard for yeah. for us people humans to do because like no seriously you you really just have to work on being mindful and being present yes like like that really is it exactly be clear with what you want and people look at us like we have 18 heads like whatever sure like but that's the practice that's the the hard work i know exactly but yeah and and the mindfulness yeah I was just going to say, I love that piece, how you said about, you know, serving and really looking at mm-hmm. that, like, right. Like mm-hmm. we're one of my, it's weird to say like my teachers, but like 13 years ago when I quit my job, I somehow became friends with Jen Pasteloff. I'm not sure if you know, Jen. And I'm not sure. Like, yeah. She's wet, somewhere West coast. Um, but as uh-huh. a Jersey girl and back when Facebook used to show, you know, 10 years ago, Facebook, 12 years mm-hmm. ago, when you would make a post, people would see it. And I remember yes. seeing Jen's posts about manifesting. I'm like, hmm. that, like, we're on the same page. I have no idea who this person is, but like, we're on the mm-hmm. same page. And I started sharing her stuff. And she ended up coming to a yoga studio that I practiced at in Philadelphia. And she walked in, I walked in with my camera and she was like, Oh my God, that's Joe Longo and stopped. gave me a big hug. Like I've known her forever. And it was just like, you know, I was part of this community that I didn't even know. And her whole thing was like, how may I serve? How may I serve? Right. So this woman pops into my life just as I quit my job to teach yoga Mm -hmm. and be a photographer and literally her whole thing. How may I serve? How may I be of service? How may I manifest my best life? And because of her is how Robert and I became friends she was like you should meet my friend robert he's an amazing photographer and like literally robert and i are like besties in the most amazing way and i look at my life now it's like right how may i serve like how how can i do whatever it is that i'm doing in a way that is going to inspire people to 
do what I don't care what you're gonna do. <laughs> Just do right. something, right? Can, like get out there. Do any, yeah, even those little things. And I think sometimes it is those little steps that lead to the big ones. Like, how can I? I'm confused. I don't know what to do. What can I do to take care of my body right now so I can become mindful? I know mm -hmm. at a point that was difficult in my life, I started going for a run three times a week, and I started to really poorly meditate a couple times a week because it was really hard for me at the beginning and I would just pop up out of my seat. But uh, what wound up happening over time was with that mindfulness, just like you said, it's like, I feel like, I feel like the matrix was so long ago now, mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you know, like the bullets coming by and Keanu Reeves is like leaning back and it's happening so slowly. It's just, when you get to slow things down, like we, we, we recognize our triggers. We recognize our reactiveness. We recognize like, well, what intention do I want to bring to this moment, to this conversation? What intention do I want to bring to even when I'm driving? Do I want to be like ruminating on what's wrong with my life or, and, and, or do I want to like, place my thoughts into a place that are going to benefit me. And sometimes like that groove is so strong, the one that wants to tell us the negative stuff, we really have to override it by implanting those beliefs that we do know are true, right? Mm -hmm. Just like you said. And to me, that mindfulness, that meditation is um, in a world that wants everything to go faster and faster, really allows us to slow down like that matrix move and just observe. Well, what do I really want right now? Okay. Well, what's one thing I can do? I can have this thought look different. I freaking love that you just said it that way, right? Like, what is one thing that I can do, right? Like, what do I want? Then what is one thing that I can do to start mm -hmm. getting there? Instead of saying, I need to be there right now. Yeah. Okay. What is what, like, can, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it now. I keep saying it to everybody. You can literally start by just Googling whatever that thing is. Like, that could be your first step, right? Yes. Like, I'm just going to start mm -hmm. Googling about mm -hmm. this thing Yeah. and see That's where that takes you. Yeah. That's literally, I was at like, you know, long time ago ending a bad relationship and not happy with my job. And um, my friend was like, dude, you have to stop complaining about this. I cannot listen to you for one more moment. Either like take a day off work, use my computer and find something else or just please, just, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. So I took the day off work and that's literally what I did. And I found my dream job at the time up in Maine. And not only that, but um, we went up to talk about taking aligned action I didn't just make a phone call or put in my resume. We went there and I met the director and that's how I got the job because mm. I would have gotten buried under a stack of other people that I just showed up. Nice. <laughs> Took radical nice. action. Yeah. And that's another thing. Oh man, we're, we're, we're slowly I running out of time. We can talk forever. Um, but that's like, I love that, right? That it, it like aligned action, inspired action. Mm -hmm. Like there is a moment that yes, like it's like, you know, like, okay, this is what I want. And I have like, I got to put in a little something to make it yeah. and just and like it that like, work out. It wasn't meant for you. Something else mm -hmm. is better on its way. Right. Right. And I 100% with that. Cause I think sometimes we get those things. It's like, Oh, that's so close. Right. You mm -hmm. like that partner shows up and you're like, they're 80% what yeah. I want. I'm like, Oh, but they're not a hundred. Like, why right. are you, or like they're 95. Okay. But they're mm -hmm. not a hundred. Why do you want, you're not going to change them. And if you think you're going to change nope. them to make that 5% work out, <laughs> it's going to backfire. Yeah. Um, but it, it's like really owning it with all of these things. It's like, is this, if you're house hunting, right? And you're looking and you're like, I don't know. Like literally ask yourself, do you want to live in that house? Yes. Yes. Right. And be settle. honest with it. Be honest. Exactly. So I wanted to leave more time. We've got like five minutes. Tell we me what, what is happening with you? Where can people find you? And please show us your Oracle deck because we didn't even, we didn't even um, we'll, get, we'll do it real quick. get to that part. So, yeah. so yeah, I'm just uh, Stephanie Zito on uh, Instagram and I have uh, meditations and I go live on a meditation app called Insight Timer. So Stephanie Zito on Insight Timer. Um, I'm usually there Fridays uh, doing channeled readings and uh, I play the singing bowls. And so I've got some of my meditations with some sound baths. Talk about frequency, right? Aligning with frequency. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is 
a card deck that channeled through me with the chakras is called activate your chakras and there's asks affirmations and actions to oh. activate lots of a's to activate your soul led life and it's cool to kind of pair these with other oracle decks or tarot decks because um, maybe you get a question or maybe you get um, an affirmation or you get an action right so mm-hmm. i'm going to pull one for the collective here let's see tap into the energy and do my little shuffle shuffle here Mm-hmm. You got a good shuffle. I like your shuffle when I see you on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, this one is for the root chakra. So it's an action. It's for the root chakra. It's got some red there on the card. This one says, take a moment to breathe. Each breath sends your energy down to the ground. You can do that right now, just taking a deep breath. And you grow deep, deep roots. Let yourself feel rooted. And what I love about this one is I think when we feel rooted, when we feel like we belong, we feel like this is meant for us. It gives us that sense of security, which is the root chakra, that sense of security to take those risks, to take those actions, right? To recognize we are being of service. I am rooted. I am an expression of source. I am rooted in that. And if I am rooted in that, I can't go wrong. So, so true and and spot on. Maybe, maybe all be rooted. And and let me tell you about my shuffling. It was like my 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 I want to say whoopee. I don't know if people know what a whoopee is. Like my little blanket when I was yeah. a kid during the 2020 lockdown. Like I saw this woman on YouTube shuffling, and she was just like like really fast. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna slow that video down and see what her fingers are doing. So Ooh. I did. I slowed it down, and it's all about your thumb. Like oh. This thumb is all of it, and you literally just hold and just. And your the thumb oh, as the it does does all of it, but okay. I would then just sit, right? I would just sit on my floor, not pull mm. cards, and just shuffle mm-hmm. and shuffle, it and it good. like gave this beautiful, just calming feeling to me as as I pull out the card. Yes, yes. So may we all say yes, say yes, say yes. Stephanie, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for for sharing your time and your wisdom and such a great conversation. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Super fun. I will link all of your everything in the show notes. Everybody go check out Stephanie. You, you can thank me later. Um, and I will be back tomorrow with with another shot for you all. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks.